Star Wars Summit by Summit episode 2523. So I talked about the fact that I was a little behind in my watching of the High Republic show and I thought, well, why not catch up? So today we're going to talk about highlights from the third episode of the High Republic show. Punch it. <laughs> Rebel Rouser. I'm Alan Boyvon, and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy. And thank you so much for joining me for it. So, the third episode of the High Republic show actually came out just about a week ago or so, so definitely a lot more recent, comparatively speaking, for us talking about it. And it followed similar format in terms of a timeline presentation catching us up on storytelling that's happened in the High Republic since the previous episode, which basically, at this point, is just comic storytelling, right? Because because we have the ongoing series from Marvel and the ongoing series from IDW, and that is basically keeping everybody satisfied with new High Republic storytelling until we get to the next round, the Wave 2 stories that begin with the Rising Storm and the Race to Crash Point Tower in June. Uh, next month, gosh, <laughs> it's so close. And then, of course, Out of the Shadows in July. So there's a quick and breezy timeline wrap-up, and then they go to the roundtable this time, instead of doing the prepackaged thing first, they do the roundtable discussion, and it's a comics-focused discussion, which makes perfect sense, considering that that's what we've got for a storytelling over these last couple months. So they have Kevin Scott, who is the writer for the Star Wars comic from Marvel, as well as the upcoming The Rising Storm. And then we have Ario Anandito, who is listed as an international artist, and Rob Simpson, who's with Lucasfilm Publishing. And there's some great discussion about comics in general and how they're created, and if you know, anyone is interested in learning about comics and how to get into the world of drawing and writing for comics, there's great advice in there as well. So, you know, that's all good fun. And I will link to the video for this at the blog post for this show's episode at SW7X7.com. And it'll also be linked in the show notes as well. So you can check it out if you want to check it out. This one's a little shorter than the last one. I think it's about 24 minutes instead of 26. Eh. And I would say that the most interesting things that came out of the roundtable discussion came from Kevin Scott talking about what we would see coming up in the High Republic. And he talked about huts moving around a lot, <laughs> which I thought was kind of funny. But he says specifically that we're seeing the beginning of the long history of the huts, that basically all that we've seen so far in the High Republic comics that we haven't yet talked about here on the show. But be that as it may, what has been shown so far is just the pre-title sequence, comparatively speaking, if you were thinking about the whole movie of the hut situation, and that, you know, they're active, they're out there, and they're going to be in people's faces, but he wouldn't give any spoilers about that, just that we're actually starting to see the huts become a major force in the galaxy in their own right as a part of this whole journey through the Star Wars High Republic timeline. And he also talked about Skier, or Skier, I should say, give it the double S pronunciation it deserves, the Trandoshan Jedi Master, who is the character that Kevin Scott you know, is most excited about that has reignited, you know, I, I'm phrasing it badly. I think the particular way the question was asked is just what character makes you feel like you felt when you first got excited about Star Wars, basically. And Skier is that character. And Kevin Scott revealed that 
Skier wasn't even necessarily going to be Keeve Trennis' master, you know, right up until almost when he had to turn in the first issue of the High Republic series for his deadline. Like, he had actually written a version and then threw it away. Actually dumped a version and rewrote it. And he said that once the, the penny dropped with Skier and Keeve Trennis being connected, that's when everything opened up for him from a storytelling perspective. And Keeve was somebody that they had as a you know, first week. The character was dialed up in the first week of their discussion. So Keeve is a very early settled upon situation for the High Republic storytelling thing. And they said that they've got her entire story figured out. Like they know exactly what's going to happen to her, where she's going to end up, how her story ends. And yes, that's how they put it, which, you know, makes you wonder because we've already experienced with the Light of the Jedi storytelling that yes, they are willing to kill Jedi off. And so, yeah, knowing where her story quote unquote ends is a really fascinating thing to say. And that everything that's happening now is with a very careful eye an awareness of what her whole story is. And they talk about great things happening for Keeve and that the paternal relationship she has with Skier is very pivotal to that whole situation. And you know, we're also going to see, you know, with all the great things that happen to her, what the effect is ultimately on him too. And then as opposed to, say, one of those little High Republic, you know, storytelling snippets like the one about the Santecas that they had in the previous episode, this time they do a whole thing about lightsabers and they go over the details of not one, not two, but 14 different High Republic lightsabers. It's pretty intense and it actually ends up tying into the uh, High Republic question section that they have at the end of the episode where uh, Jeffrey Thomas, who was in the previous episode, senior illustration manager for Disney Publishing, talks about how they worked on the lightsaber designs and wanted to make sure that, you know, there's once again, like we talked about in the previous episode, that they talk about having some sort of visual connection to where lightsaber designs end up in the prequel trilogy but you know not replicating that but making things happen in a way so you can kind of see a design history that develops over time and you can imagine how the lightsabers that we see in the higher public era will eventually give away to the lightsabers that we see in the prequel trilogy at least that's the, the discussion. I mean, I <laughs> that one is a little beyond me, so I'm kind of taking their word for it, basically. But it's a very cool thing to consider. And the prepackaged thing that they did last time, talking about the art, this time they move it a little later in the show, and it features a gentleman named Gordon Tarpley, who has worked on Jedi Temple Adventures, and for this particular episode, he actually designed a Markeon Row helmet. And so they showed the you know finished product with um, Christina Ariel, and then they went to the prepackaged situation, showing how Gordon made the helmet, which was really impressive and amazing. Like just the talent of people like Gordon is just astounding. And the teaser reveal section, I would say, was a comparatively light one this time around, but it showed covers, unique covers that are going to be on High Republic books in Target and in Walmart. And also the reveal of Trail of Shadows. Is that it? Is it Trail of Shadows, I believe? That's the miniseries. It's going to be a comic miniseries for the High Republic. It is a detective story, a noir mystery, and it's being written by Daniel Jose Older. And so 
that's pretty much everything that's you know worth flagging in just a couple of minutes about the High Republic show, but it is worth a watch, and Christina Ariel is just so invested in it. It's really terrific, and she even shares a shot of her garage showing that the whole show is actually filmed in her garage, and so you get a picture from the side of her whole setup, and it just kind of blows the whole, you know, <laughs> movie magic thing out of the water, and you get to see, you know, the physical situation there, and it's very cool and amazing, and so, you know, kudos to her for sharing that. And if you haven't checked out these High Republic shows, and you actually go, you know, to YouTube and look, you're going to see that they are poorly rated in terms of likes versus dislikes, right? Like, I think... As I'm recording this now, I think episode three of the High Republic show is showing it like a 37% likes situation. So out of everybody who has either liked or disliked it, only 37% of people liked it. And it seems to be part of a you know, whole brigading enterprise. There are people who are actively commenting and it's repeating the same comment over and over again. And yeah, it's just, it's an active effort to drag down the ratings of it. And so, you know, I don't think you should be scared away <laughs> by seeing that. I think you should definitely check it out. And personally, I've enjoyed all three episodes so far. So, you know, I'm into it and very much looking forward to seeing what happens in July, especially considering that wave two of phase one of the High Republic will have launched by that point. And so they'll have a lot of great stuff to talk about on that show. So there you go. That's the High Republic episode three. And that's also this episode of the show as well. It just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it as always. And may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Star Wars 7x7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited other respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2021 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.